you are about to enjoy in It Takes Three Network Podcast. For the rest of the country, Thanksgiving is when families come together to give thanks. But on the Upper East Side, the holiday thankfully returns to its roots. Lying, manipulation, and betrayal. And from what we hear, just like the Indians, someone else is being pushed out of their home. Hey guys, Three Gossip Girl here. Three Gossip Girls, Girls Pod, you know, that show that you listen to each Thursday, hopefully. Um, But I'm Liz. I'm Michelle. And tonight we watched season two, episode 11, The Magnificent Archibalds. Oh my. Oh my is right. Original air date, November 17th of 2008, written by Joshua Safran and directed by Jean de Segozac. Ooh. Segonzac. I think I I looked up the pronunciation three times. It's French, so I was like, "Mm." yeah, want to be specific and not offend anyone. Definitely. The summary for this episode, it was a Thanksgiving theme. Thanksgiving in the Waldorf household gets off to a rough start as Blair finds that her mother's boyfriend is getting in the way of her favorite traditions. Meanwhile, Lily finds herself trying to broker a peace treaty between Rufus and Jenny, and Serena is not quite ready to come clean with Aaron about her complicated past. Michelle's rolling her eyes. I can't. Vanessa and Chuck come to Nate's aid when he's being forced to confront his father's crimes. And finally, Eric discusses discovers a secret that Bart has been keeping from Lily. I'm so glad this came out. Yeah. The glass full of gossip this week. I picked a, a warm, comforting, homey drink. Apple cider. I warmed it up from it's just stop and shop brand apple cider. Put a, a slice of sumo orange. If you haven't had a sumo orange, you need to go out and get them because they're like a big clementine and you can peel off the skin really easily and they're so sweet and oh, they're so good. Anyway, we heated that up, put the orange slice in. It's entitled Hot Apple Cyrus. Oh, Lizzie! <laughs> I look forward every week because oh, you're so creative with these thank names. You. I feel like we need a cookbook. You need a drink book of three gossip girls glass that would gossip. be fun. Maybe one at the end of the year. At the maybe? end of the year, we could do a giveaway and we can make it or something. Yes. Yeah. Even a PDF would you guys be or into something. That? You have PDF. You can download the recipes. That would be real fun. Yeah. Make a mental note. But this is delicious. It's super heartwarming. It just feels like a nice hug. It is a nice hug. And I love your, I think your, your specialty is adding zest because <laughs> your drinks have a lot of citrus elements to yeah, it. Well, I'm a huge citrus Me lover. too. I mean, I appreciate it because yeah. I love lemon and lime and all of that. But this is very good. I think it's funny because at home cooking, I'm always, my family always calls me like, oh, you're the seasoner because I'm always putting flavor into food. Love to use you know, seasoned seasoning and herbs and things like that. So I just like to like spruce up a little something, something. I hear you. How did you think to put like what inspired you to put the orange? Orange, in? you know, I, something about like the simplistic color of the cider with the orange, like the monochromatic. Mm-hmm. I could have put an apple slice, but I feel like orange would have it just like livens up. It brings flavor. out the flavors. Yeah. yeah could have put you know what would have been really good and it might post this when you when you saute it like in the pot or if you heat it in the microwave put a cinnamon stick in it i was just gonna say that as that a, would be even really good top it with a stir yeah make it the stir 
Mm. Yeah, that, that's good. Damn. <laughs> it's all right. We're going to post it on on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and you guys can see the drink. Yeah. Glass full of gossip this week. We can get into the episode. It's a little bit all over the place, as usual. I feel like I say this every single episode. But we start out at the pretty much the end of the school day. Everyone's getting ready to go home. It's Thanksgiving week. I guess they're going to be on break for mm-hmm. a little bit. And Blair and Serena are getting ready to go home. They're discussing their plans for Thanksgiving. Cyrus's family is staying with the Waldorfs. Blair is not happy about it because this is Blair and they're interrupting all of her traditions and their uh, restaurant Thanksgiving goers and they don't have a traditional Thanksgiving. And she's upset because, again, another year where Harold is not going to be there. So she's very upset about that. And their big thing is the pies. Yes. And they always bake the pies together. And so she still wants to hold that tradition. She wants Serena to come and join her for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is coming back to me. Like, I remember the pie aspect, but last year was the weird episode about her bulimia, right? Yes, that was for, yeah, first season Thanksgiving. And then we never, we touched the, upon it like once after. Very, very shyly. But after that, yeah. that, that's it. So Serena's telling Blair how Aaron is going to meet her family for the first time. Both cats are on Michelle's lap. This is hysterical. I think they missed me. Oh, they probably did. Gone. Yeah. Uh, and Blair says, Serena, are you coming to bake the pies? And, and Serena says, I can only stay for a little bit because Aaron's coming. He's going to meet my family for the first time. And Blair's like, Ugh, aren't we over this already? Like, she's like all of us. Yeah. Aren't we over this? You're supposed to be like a woman standing up for yourself. And Serena's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I keep feeling like he's seeing other people and I'm, and I'm actually not okay with it, even though I told him last week that I was. Yeah, because she still wants to see him. Right. So it's like she doesn't want to give up this release possible relationship. So she's just holding on for a dear life. Yeah. Trying to make it work in any way possible. I'm like, girl, you're a beautiful, strong woman. You don't need to be like waiting around for him to finally realize, oh, I like you the most, so. Ew, and just for that s- fact. Just for that like, fact. Oh, I like you the most, so I'm going to. I mean, obviously, you pick the person you like the most, but it's just giving him that power. Yeah, and when you first see Serena, she's so, such an independent, strong personality. Not in like a, not in a way where Blair is uber defensive and really yeah. in your face. Yeah. But so to me, I'm like, wow, this seems so out of character for her. But the more you peel back the layers when she was dating Dan, like you do see she is a sensitive person. She is vulnerable. Yes, a a vulnerable person. And she loves monogamy. So to see her like this, I'm like, "Mm, it's not really Serena. And I'm mad at her. (laughs) But even though I shouldn't be, I'm just like, oh, there's something about her that's irking me. Yeah. Past couple of weeks. Anyway, Dan comes over. He asks them if he's if they've seen Jenny. And Serena says, well, he's actually she's actually been at my house a couple of times hanging out with Eric. He's like, yeah, I looked for him. He left early, which we get to. We know why he leaves early. Him and Jenny meet with a lawyer for uh, the emancipation papers, which we'll get into. Um, Then Dan leaves after Serena gives him the advice. Go see Eric about finding out where Jenny is. He bumps into Nate and Nate's like, oh, hey, Dan's like, he's like, I don't even know what he said. I mean, it was just they like barely said anything because everyone's been writing them off, writing Nate off. Right. And then Chuck bumps into Nate and says, oh, you're back. I didn't know. 
guess your time away you were i thought you were gonna learn a lesson on friendship and who you know who means the most to you and he's like actually i did because yeah really he he found out who his true friends were by him being away for this long it seems as though nobody has contacted him (laughs) no one it's pretty damn sad it is very sad meanwhile as i said jenny and eric are meeting with a lawyer for potentially being emancipated from her parents they have to do an investigation and go in to the household, meet with the parents and see what their parental neglect was. But Jenny is like, oh, my God, no. Why? Why do you have to go see them? They're like, well, we have to see why they truly, you know, why you have to justify being emancipated right. from them. Right. So she panics and, you know, she's do like, you- OK, yeah, go ahead with it anyway. It like Eric, I feel is a great character, but we don't see him a lot. Definitely don't. Yeah. And in the beginning, when Jenny and Eric first met last season, I loved their their little friendship. Mm-hmm. And now it just feels like Jenny uses Eric uses when she him. has no one. Yeah. It's like she used his name at the at that party. Yeah, she, she's not a good friend to him. No. He's a good friend, great friend to her. Yeah. So it's there's definitely it's not even and not an even friendship, and that's really sad because Eric is so good. So good. Yeah. At the Vanderwoodson house, Lily and Bart arrive early from wherever they were traveling to. And Lily's like, Serena, <laughs> Eric, Charles. Charles. Just the way she says it cracks me up. That She's the only person in the world that calls him Charles. And they're wondering, you know, where everyone is. Immediately, uh, Lily gets a phone call from Rufus. And it's him wondering if Jenny's been staying there. Jenny, and Lily's like, why? Why would Jenny be staying here? It's silly. I know she's been I know she's been hanging out with Eric, but and then as she is on the phone with Rufus, she sees Jenny's stuff there, and so she says, "Okay, I have to call you back. I'll call you back in a minute." Right before that, we have a quick scene of Dan and Vanessa. They're talking about Thanksgiving. Vanessa says that her parents are doing some. They were going to their, I, a rally or reservation. No, yes, but they're like protesting doing some protest. For yeah. a reservation. Anyway, they're not going to be home. So she's going to have an Annie's TV ter- turkey dinner <laughs> watching, you know, a movie at home. And Dan's like, that's silly. Just come stay with, you know, come with us. She says, well, I don't want to be here if Jenny is here because they haven't spoken since she see since she saw her and Nate kiss multiple yeah. times. <laughs> and so Dan's like, I'm pretty sure she's not going to be here because her and my dad are on the outs. And she's like, oh, well, is she going to be with Nate? And Dan's like, "Mm, again, her and Nate are on the outs. They haven't spoken in weeks. I think that whole thing is fizzled out. So Vanessa decides that she's going to come for Thanksgiving. This is when Rufus busts in and he's like, Jenny's missing. Agnes's mom hasn't heard from Agnes in a week because she's on some modeling gig and hasn't heard from Jenny in over a week. So I'm going to call the cops. Yeah. Dan then says, well, Serena told me that she's been hanging out with uh, Eric. So maybe you want to you know, go there first before calling the cops. So that's when he calls Lily. Lily finds Jenny's stuff, hangs up the phone. To sum up after that call, really, Lily and Rufus take a walk. And she's like, yeah, she's been staying with me. Not no, I didn't know. Serena didn't know. And Rufus wants her to come home immediately. But Lily kind of pushes him off saying, let me talk to her first and let me get like an outside perspective. Maybe she'll listen to me and hopefully she'll come home to you. 
Rufus was hesitant at first, but then he ultimately, what can you say? Yeah. I mean, at this point, he's tried everything and hasn't tried this approach. And she said, you know, sometimes people need to hear advice from people that aren't their parents or family. Right. And she says, I've dealt with a teenage girl. I know what it's like. Let me try this first. So he agrees to that. Meanwhile, at the Archibald's friend's house, who are out of town. Where they're staying. This is where Anne and Nate have been staying since they've been back in the city because they have no electricity or anything at their house. And says, well, it's so so nice of them to let us stay here. And they open the door and Howie's there. He's back from Dominica. He's telling them how great it is there. And he's got this awesome view and the boats and whatever. You guys should totally come and stay with me. And Anne's like, listen to your father. <laughs> Typical Anne. So bad. And he says, what do you think, son? And they you know the scene cuts out. Nate doesn't know what to say because he's like, I'm flabbergasted that you're here, first of all. Right. Second of all, now you're asking me to pick up my life and move out of the country. So. Yeah. Mm-mm. That night at the Waldorf's, Blair and Dorota uh, are making pies. Blair's yelling at Dorota that she's not doing it right, of course. More flour. More flour, Dorota, more flour. Blair's on the phone with Serena. Serena is at Aaron's apartment, I guess. He lives by himself. Yeah, he was like his loft or the gallery. And there's just a wall she's standing next to of her face. Of her face. It's so weird. It's like his mood board and inspiration. Oh, my it's God. really weird. But also, why is she on the phone with Blair? He's just preparing the takeout he got. Right. Or he cooked that all, but I don't see him oh, as that type. Oh, I know. I don't Do know why. Do you think I, he made that all the food? I don't. I assumed it was takeout. It looked like dumplings. It did. And like, yeah. I don't know. what It looked delicious. Oh. I could totally eat it right now. Yes. But he's whipping that up, heating it up, whatever. With their romantic dinner, candlelights, whatever. Blair on the phone says, be the Serena I know you are. You're not going to take any shit from anyone. Be independent. And she's like, okay, Blair, you also try your best to accept and Cyrus. Right. And you're in your life. So they hang up. Serena goes and has dinner with Aaron. And he tells her that he wants to be monogamous for the minute. At this moment, at this moment, hear my words, quote, at this moment, I want to be in a relationship with with one woman. And he doesn't even say it's like Serena. Serena's like, oh, me? Could have been anyone. He could have been like, yeah, and with Susie. Ew. (laughs) But that's Aaron for you. I just wanted to bring up because I was just looking at my notes. Yeah. How this is the moment so he's like oh i'm sorry yes we yeah i don't mean to to cut you off my notes are all over the place because i watched this episode twice yeah 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 no no (laughs) so like he says like you're it right tag Mm -hmm. in you're it and then he's like oh bt dubs i'm sober she wants to toast she says oh if i knew it was going to be this celebration i would have gotten a bottle of champagne for us to toast he says i'm glad that you didn't because i'm sober it makes me you know makes my art better and I don't want to get my head wrapped up in that type of life anymore. So Serena's like, well, yeah, me either. I used to be like that, but I'm not anymore. It's like you used to be that, what, five minutes ago? But also, but also not. And I, I don't understand why she couldn't have just been like, because she says like, oh, I used to party once in a while. Why couldn't you like, just end it at that? Right. Or And then she goes, oh, I have the occasional glass of champagne at a, t- at a party. But I am, she used some weird 
Like I am a tea, tea t- for the job or tea for <laughs> what was it? Was something? It was I'm like, like a tea trapper, trapper or something like that. And like here's where Serena just overacts to. It's yeah. like she loses herself. She does. She and she has a habit of doing this. Yeah, this is like a serious, clear Serena move. And I've only known Serena now for like a year. Right. Not even a Not season. Not even a year. Right. But I'm like, oh, girl. She's a little. She's very predictable. In oh, no. that sense. And she, oh, that she's like, oh, I'm the one for the job. Right. Yeah. Like, let me be your partner in crime. It's like, okay, why do you have to make a whole big production about it? But also what got me is like, she says like, oh, yeah, what I got from her answer is, oh, I drink occasionally or I'll toast. Not that like, and he took it as, oh, she doesn't drink anymore. Right. Like she doesn't. That's it. That's it. <laughs> really weird. Right. I know. But anyway. It, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, quickly at the Vanderwoodsons, we have a scene where Eric comes in. He doesn't realize that Bart and Lily are home yet. Bart is there and he's like, oh, you guys are home. Text Jenny at that moment. Don't come up. My parents are back. She doesn't get it because her phone's on the table. And so Eric quickly goes over and tries to shut it off before Bart can really, you know, see. Bart asks how his week was and Eric says it hasn't been good. He thinks him and Jonathan are going to break up. And so then Bart says, who is Ben Shern? And Eric's like, that's the captain of the swim team, of Jonathan's swim team. And he's like, well, maybe you should ask Jonathan what he was doing with him on Monday night. And Eric's like, what the? So (laughs) weird. Why? But okay, and just walks away. He walks past Chuck's room. He's getting a quick shave. (laughs) I love this scene. Chuck freaking cracked me up this episode. Um and Eric's like, why does your dad know stuff about, you know, Jonathan and the captain of the, the swim team? And Chuck's like, my dad knows everything. He's got a private eye for for years. And so do I. And like we just on the hush hush get secrets from people that we need to get secrets for even family. And Eric's like, that's weird. Why me? I'm family. And what else does he know about me? And Chuck's like, well, if you want to find out, I can show you. So we go to that later on after that bart and lily are discussing the kids having secrets from me from them and they should be grounded and eric's trying to escape at this moment and lily says well this this is an extreme situation what's happening with jenny and eric is going to go downstairs and lily's like before you go and tell jenny we're here (laughs) like just let me talk to her and eric's like (laughs) oh To sum up that scene, Lily does come upstairs. I'm sorry. Jenny comes upstairs. Lily's talking to her about Rufus and she okayed it with him for her to stay for a few days and she wants to help Jenny talk to Rufus when she's ready. But Jenny declines that because she's not ready. You don't know what he's done or how he's been. And so she's like, okay, well, you know, when you're ready, um, you know, I'll be there for you. So then Jenny's like, I'm going to go lie down, leaves her bag in front of Lily. Lily says, Jenny. And before she can get to it, the, she sees the emancipation papers in her bag standing up. I mean, you couldn't miss these. No, they were thick pieces of paper standing up out of the top of her bag. So Lily's like, oh, shit. What do I do with this information? At the Waldorf's. Blair finds Cyrus eating her pie that she just made. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And you know what? In tip, like, I feel like Blair would have actually killed him. But she was like, okay. Like, she was obviously upset. 
But I think at this point, she's so numb to like Cyrus ruining everything that she's done that she didn't even think about blowing up on him. I know, but he judges the pie so hard. Yeah, like, oh, extra cinnamon. We need more nutmeg. Yeah, not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> And so immediately Blair storms out. She finds Eleanor and she's like, mom, he's ruining everything. He's ruining all of my traditions. I can't believe this. And Eleanor is like, look, this is family now. You have to get used to it. And just he picked out your favorite restaurant with your favorite stuffing, oyster stuffing. Oyster stuffing. Did we hear that right? I, I don't know. Let us know. Yeah. Oyster stuffing. I, I would be down to try it. I know you probably wouldn't. <laughs> but I would I would be down to try Do you some like oyster oysters. Stuffing. I like cooked oysters. I'm not into like the raw oyster slimy bits. Mm-hmm. Right after that, Blair storms upstairs and runs into Dorota, who's like, Miss Blair, I have a secret and I don't know what to do with it. And Blair's like, who do you work for? You work for me. Tell me the secret. And she hands Blair a box with an engagement ring in it. And she says, your mom and Cyrus got engaged tonight, but she's not telling anyone until tomorrow night with the whole family at the restaurant. And so Blair is so pissed that she doesn't tell her own daughter this, that she's like, come on, Dorota, we're leaving. Or since she storms but out. Also, how does Dorota have the ring? I don't know. She's like, she asked me to keep this safe for her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why would, why can't you keep it safe in a place? But whatever. Yeah. So her and Dorota pick up their shit and they leave because Blair, she can't be in the same room as, as this family right now. No. We're at Thanksgiving Day. Rufus and Dan are uh, shopping for groceries. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe they're shopping for groceries the day of Thanksgiving, number one. Number two, they're both upset that Jenny's not going to be at Thanksgiving dinner, of course. And Dan says, why don't you just tell her how you feel? You haven't said anything about your emotions and all of this since she's been gone. Maybe you should say something. And Rufus is like, oh, maybe you're right. At that moment, Aaron is at the same store. And they bump into him and Rufus. I was like, oh, yeah, Rufus knows him because he's at the gallery. I forgot that, too. <laughs> you know? I was like, wow, everyone just knows Everyone Aaron. knows everyone. Yeah. And so Rufus sees that the boys are like, ooh. Aaron says, I'm going, I'm buying something for and doesn't say. And, and Dan's like, Serena, I can hear her name. It's okay. But then they get into Serena and how he they don't know her. Neither of them know her well enough. Because Aaron knows this one version of Serena and Dan knows the other version of Serena. They're both going back and forth, which cheese to get. Oh, Serena probably like the wine cheese because she's a big drinker, you know. And, and Aaron's like, you don't know her very well. They're just going back and forth. Stupid it shit. It was so awkward because Dan's like, oh, say hi to her family. Yeah, we because- had Thanksgiving last year. Well, of course you did. You were fucking in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he suggests the wine cheese, that's when Aaron's like, oh, she doesn't drink anymore. It's like, but then, but it's, it's wine cheese. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Know? And then Padge is like loose lips. It just has to keep spiraling. I'm like, oh, well, you know about the Georgina situation, the Georgina right? Thing. It's like, what the fuck? Why it's would like, you where, even? Where, why would you bring that up? It, he does. Like, Why? And like you said, he's not even aware. He's not even aware that he is this awful. So then Aaron plays it off like, yeah, that Georgina thing. Because Dan's like, yeah, you guys are in a relationship. I would have assumed you would like, have talked about it already. They've been dating only, for yes, three weeks. Thank you. Like, she, and not even exclusively dating, like loosely seeing. Right. So there's not, you have to take, it takes a long time to get to know someone. So for her to just be like, yeah, and then I had this friend Georgina and we got party, we party all the time and I killed someone like she doesn't just talk about that shit lightly, you know, 
Aaron barely opens up to her. They barely open up to each other. It just, the whole thing is <laughs> aggravating. You guys let us know your opinions on this because we have obvious words yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, so Aaron leaves. Later on, it's Thanksgiving Day and everyone's at their prospective houses. We can just quickly go into Lily calling Rufus, telling him to get over here now. It's urgent. So he drops everything, tells Dan to cancel his plans with Vanessa because they have to go find Jenny at the Vander, uh, the Vanderwoodson house. So we can just go to that really quick. We'll go to the Vanderwoodson house. Serena and Chuck are discussing playing nice because Aaron's coming over and she told him she doesn't drink and you know he can't tell her anything about her old ways and Chuck's like listen you lied I'll keep your secret but like what does that matter because yeah. you're a liar right <laughs> pretty much yeah um, but I have other business to attend to because Eric and I are meeting in my dad's office like doesn't even give a shit of course because that's Chuck mm-hmm. what, who cares uh, Aaron arrives with his basket that he decided to buy and immediately is like, I talked to Dan. Who's Georgina? Why this annoyed me so much. It's like the fact that it triggered him so much. Like you can't even like be like, hey, how's your day? And then it's like, oh, by the way, I was shopping earlier and I ran into Dan and he said these things. You don't things. just like immediately open up with that. Like if you trusted someone, which obviously he doesn't because he doesn't really know her. You would just be like, all right, let me try and enjoy myself and then later on talk about what had happened. And also what happened to his dumb all, I'm a free spirit and I don't want to be like my parents and, you know, I'm not that serious. (coughs) Excuse me. If you're not that serious... But I mean, I get it now at this point. I know, because now he's being monogamous, right? So to him, he's like, I have to care about this. And maybe this is why he doesn't believe Date. in monogamy right or- because it's complicated and people lie and their exes get involved and it's i get it but yeah his whole personality <sighs> just changed he's also very void yeah to me at least yeah every time he's on the screen i'm like you're so boring let's get over this not into it no i'm boring. not either um after dan i'm going all over the place but after dan hangs up He's about to call Vanessa. Vanessa's at the gallery because right before that, Nate is returning a box set for the Pixies. The Pixies yeah. and giving, you know, he wanted to give it back to Rufus. Vanessa questions why he didn't just drop it off at the loft. And he says, well, Dan likes me just as much as about that you do. And he is sorry and that he can't believe he really just completely alienated himself from everyone this year chuck vanessa dan everyone and in his head he knows like "Hmm, i might be leaving soon so you take care of vanessa can you give rufus these uh dvds i'd really appreciate it and just leaves and says take care she's like okay nate so she goes in the gallery at that moment afterwards dan is about to call her to tell her don't come for dinner she gets approached by what is an FBI agent saying, <laughs> do you know, well, what do you know about Nate Archibald? And that's where the, the scene closes for that. Um, during Thanksgiving dinner, uh, Chuck brings Eric upstairs to Bart's vault safe, huge safe in his bedroom. They open it and in there is files on Serena, Lily and Eric okay. and gold bars and gold and bars. Things. This one, 
I'm like ballsy for Chuck to bring him into the father's office because not only that, I thought him and his dad were on good terms now. Right. But also like he really cares about Eric. No, I get but that. But like, you're exposing your family and your yeah. dad of what you guys openly do. I know. I'm wondering what I'm trying to think like Chuck, but it's hard because I even though I expected him to do it, I'm like, why did you do that? No, I know. Like I would expect him to do that with him and his dad were on bad terms. On bad they terms. They literally just reconciled and were like, we're going to go to Ranger Games. And right. yeah, I want to be there for you. And I love you, son. So why would you expose your dad like that? Right. I don't know. It's too, it's I mean, too you're hard to say. Like blowing up. And, and Chuck finally has this family. And he wants a family so bad. And like, obviously, he really adores Lily. And him and Serena have this funny mm-hmm. banter. And he adores Eric. So why would you expose your dad's secret, your family's secret of P.I.? You're Do you on think retainer. he thought it would bring him and Eric closer? That they bonded over this and that he helped him out? I don't I know. I don't know, but I feel like they already had the bond. So I why? Know. You don't have to strengthen your relationship with Eric. You already had him in the bag. Right. And so like when this all happens and he's like, oh, have fun, kid. I have to go because he gets a call. Right. He gets from a call from Vanessa. Vanessa. And Eric just goes in there. Like I would be so paranoid. Like, oh my God, Bart's going to come o- yeah, up same. and see me in his freaking safe in his office. And him be like, how did you get in there? And Chuck's gone. I know. And even if Chuck was there, now it's like a whole big altercation. You now have now another strained relationship with your son and now your stepson. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking, really. It's hard to say. It's really, it's a really weird, like, I'm glad these files finally came out because I've been waiting. Right, right. But also, I'm like, this doesn't make sense with last week's storyline with Chuck. Right, it doesn't. It doesn't, it's not a cohesive no. transition from what we just saw last week. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned he, d- Chuck gets a phone call from Vanessa. They need, they, she wants him to help her with Nate because now it's a serious matter. So they, I guess, ploy Nate to come down to the gallery somehow. Like an intervention. Yeah. Stage an intervention. We could talk about the intervention real quick. Um, they meet with the FBI agent who knows that Howie's in town. He wants to, it's an all very wordy, confusing uh, situation, but Howie has no money. So in his attempt to get money, the Vanderbilts, who was Anne's family, he's trying to get in contact with them, but also take his son and wife for ransom, keep that money, and then just have them like, Keep a little bit of it. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. He's setting it up to get an amount that everyone will be happy. Right. But he'll also peace. Like, he is not staying with them. He's going to keep his portion. His family will go on with their merry way. But nobody knows this. And the FBI is researching it. And so they've been trying to get in contact with the Vanderbilts. And they didn't know how much Anne and Nate knew because Anne was the one who originally helped him escape in the first place. So now Nate is in this turmoil and, like, doesn't know what to do. He's like, this is all too much. I can't believe this is happening to me. So Chuck and Vanessa say like, look, you have two options. You can let your dad run free and you know, he'll still be on the run or you can help turn him in. So it's like, wow, this 17 year old has such a heavy decision to make. And that's when the scene closes with that. However, later on we go back to this friend's house, apartment, whatever, and how he's like stirring to, to pack up the, the shit. And Nate's like, I know what you're up to. And I need you 
to make a choice, an honorable choice, because otherwise I literally won't have a relationship with you. I will not respect you if you don't make the right choice. So then that scene closes and you're like, okay, what's going to happen? How he decides, thank goodness, to turn himself in without Anne's knowledge. The FBI agent comes to the door. They knocks on the door and Anne's like, no, no, no. What are you doing? He gives a goodbyes to them. It was very sad. It was sad. And he hugged Nate. Nate did get choked up. And then you see Anne. She breaks down and Nate chokes up again. It's, it's a very sad thing. And they handcuff Howie and they take him out and they arrest him. And hopefully for, for Michelle, that's no, the end of Howie for now. I was just now, like, but- come on. I mean, I under... I st- I was telling Liz because when we were watching, she, like she said, she vocalized that this is really sad. It is. And maybe it's just, I'm watching for the first time, right? So I'm not that emotionally connected with these characters yet. Right, right, right. I'm sure the second time I watch it, and if there's a third, I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be more emotional with this scene. But I just feel like with the Howie, it's just like, just, you need to get in trouble already for real because we, he has, and Nate keeps. Right having to deal with this and so it's just, not fair it's, it's not like a, fair it's, like a Mar- it's literally he's jimmy because this is marissa he's he's way worse, worse than jimmy i know but emotionally to do that to a 17 year old child i'm referencing the oc um but to do that to a 17 year old child is not fair no so nate is really on the struggle bus and he's on the down and down from yeah. like yeah it's just and now he had nobody and so Chuck does say, like, you you were going to leave, but you have your friends. Like, please don't do this. So Howie's turns himself in. Luckily, he's doing the honorable thing. No, it that. is the right thing for sure. Um, We can go back to the Vander Woodsons during Thanksgiving dinner. This is when Aaron and Serena, they um, they kind of talk about, real like, what happened with Dan. Serena chalks it up to Dan's just jealous and not to worry about it. Oh, what I don't know what he was saying about Georgina. It's so weird, blah, blah, blah. And so her and Aaron are okay for now. And then Lily comes over to them. And the waiter comes over with wine. And she's like, oh, here's Serena. And Serena's like, Mom, I can't have that. I'm only 17. And she's like, what? That's never stopped you before, you freaking crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> Upstairs, this is what when Eric is now telling Jenny what he found in the vault he can't believe that they had the files on him and his family. And he doesn't know what to do about it. And he can't believe the dirt that he he's like, my file is thin, but my <laughs> sister and my mom's is big. Yeah. So he's like, I don't I don't want to read them, but I am curious about what's in them. And Jenny says, well, do you know where my emancipation papers went? Of course. Of course. And at that moment, Lily yells upstairs, come down, you, you know, socialize, need to socialize, Please socialize with my friends. And, and Lily thinks she's so slick because she knows Rufy's coming over. Right, So it's right. like, oh, let's plant. And Rufy and Padge arrive. They arrive. Bart is like, what are they doing here? He's so annoyed. Yeah. I'd be annoyed, he just, too. He knows. It is obviously. his house, though. It the is. The residence. It is his house. You know? Yeah. And so then Dan goes over to Aaron. And Aaron's like, oh, you're the last person I want to see. And Dan's like, excuse me? <laughs> Yeah, and Aaron says why did you have to lie if you were just jealous you should have just been up front with me and Dan's like what are you talking about they find Serena in her bedroom and Serena's like oh the two of you were together this is weird <laughs> Serena says to Dan hey uh, you know what you said was <laughs> it's awkward for everyone and you shouldn't have said anything and Dan's like wait and then he takes the fall for it inevitably because 
that's who Dan is. And like, he oh, does. Oh, you caught on to yeah, a signal here? He figured it out. He was not dense in this situation. So yeah, Serena's like giving him the eye, like, please don't say anything. And he's like, okay, I did lie. And next time, you know, it won't happen again. Aaron says he has to go and head out to the Waldorfs and spend Thanksgiving with his dad and everyone. So he leaves and Serena says, like, thanks for taking the fall. Like, and he's like, why are you lying? <laughs> the truth is going to come out. We know this. This entire year, you yeah. have known that the truth will set you free. So why don't you just say something? Like, she just doesn't learn. Like, the whole thing. She kept her entire, that whole Georgina thing with Padge. It's like why they broke up in the first place. I know. Is because she just wouldn't be honest in her but relationship. You know what? Not for nothing in Serena's defense, which it's like, what? what? <laughs> like we said earlier, they just started being exclusive. Right. So maybe in her own time, this would have came out. It would have came out. It didn't out. have to come out in one freaking day. They just became exclusive last night. Right. The night before. It's all just too soon. And it's holiday time. There's no need to add the heaviness right. to it. Padgy boy. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. We're downstairs now and Rufus and Jenny are having it out in the middle of the Vanderwoodsons Thanksgiving. Jenny is so upset. He's upset. But ultimately, Rufus says, like, I love you and I haven't told you that. And I'll do whatever it takes to get you back, even if that is going to court and giving you the permission to do this. And so she just is like she couldn't believe it. And she's like, I'm, I'm sorry. And she has to walk out. Right after that, Lily comes downstairs and she confronts Bart about all of the uh, files that Eric has showed her. And he's like, I'm just trying to protect you and protect your children. They can't be running amok and not be protected. And she's like, look, I know you had this on me, but on my children, it's not OK. And then Serena's like, wait, mom, you knew about this? And she's like, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Um, so she says, if you're not supporting this family, I'm going to support mine and we're going to go have Thanksgiving somewhere else. It's also one thing because he's like, hey, if you're going to let your kids do whatever they want at whatever time of day, who else is protecting them? And she's like, how are they ever going to trust us? Right. And I feel like having a PI spy on your kid is not the way not to the way to have them trust. Trust. Not only that, but also protect and set a boundary. Because even if you're spying on someone and not sharing that information, how are you protecting them? Right. Just being watched, I guess. Right. Like him relaying the message like, oh, you should ask Jonathan where he was on Monday night. Like, first of all, hey, that's creepy. So creepy. Second of all, let him figure out his shit on his own. Like, that's a life lesson. Like, if your boyfriend is potentially cheating on you, yeah. then you need to figure that out on your own and make your own decisions about it. I don't think he needs to meddle in that. No. But that's Bart. He doesn't. I don't think he thinks very logical, like black and white about everything. So. So. Does he know then about Lily and Rufus on the wedding night? Not sure. Okay. <laughs> I figured that was going to be your answer. Yeah, I mean, not sure. But it has to be in that file because the thing he's so obsessed with in that file, which I know you'll bring up, but it's like that Lily was in an institution. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that was in her file, though. No, I know it was the heaviest file. It's the heaviest file. She's got a lot of dirt. She's got a lot, a lot of history. That we do unfold in this season. Okay, cool. Continuing. Yeah. Okay. So it's really, it's good. Um, right after that, Lily and Eric are at their traditional diner eating their the French, French fries. fries. Like last year. So sweet. And they said, where'd Serena go? Maybe she went to go burn her file. Lily says, I wouldn't blame <laughs> her, you know. And then they have a talk where she says, I, 
if you read, did you read anything of mine? He's like, no. He's like, but actually I lied. I did. And why didn't you tell me that you were institutionalized like me when you were 19? You're only a few years older than me. What happened? And she's like, I'm not ready to talk about it. Eric said, that's fine. When you are, I'm definitely here to listen because obviously I would know what that's like. So Lily then says, let's go somewhere homey where we feel at home with our family for Thanksgiving. And they leave this whole plate of fries. Oh, what a damn shame. They look so good. And they're only people in there. Right? Oh, God. Waste of good fries. So her initial thought was to go to Rufus's, which we will talk about when I, after I wrap up just the neat thing, he goes home, him and Anne get their possessions back. The lights are going to be able to get turned back on. And Vanessa and Chuck meet them there and he's they're like happy to see that they're able to finally that he's finally able to go back in his house and he made the right decision by letting Howie well, you know, giving Howie the ultimatum yeah. of getting himself turned in. And so then Chuck can see that Vanessa and Nate have like unfinished business, so he steps away for the minute. This is where Vanessa tells him that she still has feelings for him, but she doesn't know what to what to do with them because of the whole Jenny situation. And then Nate proceeds to tell her, I haven't heard from Jenny in weeks. And he's like, well, so maybe you want to hang out sometime. Do you think that's okay? And she's like, yeah, that's okay. It's like, we were talking on commentary. Like, of course, Nate is right back to Vanessa. It's just whoever's available at the moment. Whoever's available at that moment. But also, I know this is the unpopular opinion, but don't tease me because I'm a fan I know. of Natessa. Ship, ship the Natessa. I do ship it. I and ship here, it too. Here we go again. I was like, okay, when it happened, I loved it. And then it ended. I was like, fine. I know they're toying with your emotions. And I was like, let's not do this again. But now you gave, it's just like false hope. It is false But hope. in his mind at the moment, I think it's not false hope for him. He's like, oh yeah, I'll go out with right, Vanessa like again. In that moment, he's like, yeah, I have feelings for Vanessa. And then he, like, he looks at Jenny. He's like, oh yeah, well, I have feelings for yeah. Jenny. Like he just is uh, so... Again, typical Nate lost. lost has no idea. Lost. And so they close that out. Him and Chuck repatch. They're going to go get drunk. Which cute. It's very cute because it's a typical brothers a typical are back Chuck, together. Chuck yeah. situation. During that day, Blair and Dorota, they have left. Nobody knows where they went. And Blair feels like neglected that she's not a part of the family. Her mother, how dare her not tell her the secret that she's holding and so Dorota's like, let's go feed ducks at the pond. And Blair's like, all right, but only if you don't shed a smile and I don't know that you're happy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And her ring, because uh, Eleanor keeps calling her. Oh, my God. And her Blackberry's funny. ringtone is, I'm a slave for I'm you. I'm a slave for you. And I die. <laughs> I feel like this episode was just wonderful for Dorota. Yes. Like good, the, good classic Dorota such, commentary. Such good yeah. moments where I'm like, okay, I get it, guys. I get why we love Dorota so much. Yeah. Then later on, Blair and Dorota are walking on the street. This is when she bumps into Jenny after Jenny has left after her talk with Rufus. And Blair's like, what's your problem? You have a great father who loves you. I would kill to be in your situation because they truly care about you. Mine doesn't even care where I am right now. And Jenny's like, well, but your mom loves you in your in her own way. And Blair's trying to get into like jenny's thick like, skull like please understand what i'm saying no i know and jenny's like oh my dad won't even fight for me it's i was like, like he Wait, just did what <laughs> did i hear that right or because he just said like he will do anything if it takes to lose you to get you back i'm here I'm, for I'm it. ready to do it yeah girl 
Right. And so then at that moment, Blair, uh, Jenny's like, Blair, you're wrong because Eleanor pulls up because Serena ends up coming to the house, texting Blair, saying, where are you? And gives them the information. And Eleanor is like, come on, Blair, let's go home. I have a huge surprise. I've been trying to keep it from you. And Blair says, okay, only if Jenny goes home, too. And Eleanor was so sweet to Jenny. She was. She gives her her shawl. She's like, you're freezing. She, like, squeezes her cheek. She's like, you have to go home. Everyone needs to be home where they belong for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Be with their family. And so Jenny's like, all right. She bites the bullet. They all get in the cab and they leave. Blair and Eleanor head back to the Waldorfs where the surprise was that actually Harold is there in town. So sweet. And Blair was so excited to see him. And Eleanor explains that... Yes, they're engaged, but she didn't want to tell anyone until Harold gave them the blessing because how could Harold not like Blair's new stepfather? I mean, it's so sweet. What a beautiful modern blended family. Right. Exactly. Yeah. This was modern family before modern family. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was probably around the same time that modern family came out, right? Uh, it's been on for a long time. Yeah, I was in. Inter- yes. Yeah, I think so. Just really, really sweet. So they have their pie, they're eating and they're sharing it and it's adorable. And Blair's like, I can get used to these traditions. And Dorota in the background is grinning. But I'm like, Dorota, get in that family hug. Get in there. She does, but she doesn't. No, I know. know? She it's like she knows her place. She knows her place. She's just she's been with them for so long. I I totally get (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah. Um as we said, Serena does go to the Waldorfs to give Aaron her file because she wants him to read to get to know everything about her, her history and the good and bad because she did lie about, you know, not being the typical party girl and she knew it wasn't Dan. Dan wasn't making it up. This is actually who she is. And she leaves a file with Aaron and says, call me if you still want to be with me after you read all of it. So then we go to the loft Rufus and Dan come home and Rufus is disappointed because he doesn't think Jenny is there. He's like, oh, man, I really thought she would come home. And she does. And she comes out and she's holding the emancipation papers. She says, I do love you, too, Dad. And she rips up the papers and they hug. And then the three of them hug. It was sweet. It's really sweet. One, because her mullet of a hair is in a ponytail. Thank you. And two, her black eyeliner is completely washed off. And you look like a... looks like a normal person again. Yes. (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong no with the look no it's no. just it doesn't i don't think it suits her i don't She's too either petite all over like her face is too petite it's too much going on you can't even see the girl's eyes but whatever happy your home jenny <laughs> happy your home yes so they all hug it's sweet and at that moment lily and eric they decide to go where they felt the most home and that happened to be rufus's house and rufus is happy with lily admitting that but also it's like this is so awkward though and he goes where's bart and she's like oh he won't be coming he won't be coming and so uh rufus is like oh hell yeah of course why would i say no to this and so then vanessa comes and they're all happy and so this is the first time vanessa and jenny have seen each other in a while and jenny's like look i'm sorry i haven't spoken to nate in weeks so it's like the same excuse. Yeah, I haven't heard. I haven't heard from them in weeks. So they, I, both of them haven't heard from each other. So Michelle's like, okay, nobody's reaching out. It's just lack of communication. But little do we know, Dan says, here, Jenny, this is your mail pile. We've been keeping it for you. And Vanessa sees that Jenny got a note, 
a letter from Nate, which she hasn't opened yet. Which we've been waiting which to we've been see. Waiting to know. Like, we're like, oh my God, she opened this letter and nothing has been said, but she didn't actually get the letter because she's been in transit yeah. from Agnes's to the, lo- to the gallery and wherever. So she actually hasn't opened this letter yet. So later on that day, they're all eating dinner together and... Vanessa says she has to go make a phone call to her mom, which she actually took the letter from Nate and she reads it. And then really they close in on this one paragraph where it says that Nate does actually care about Jenny. He just doesn't know what to do with it because now Dan knows and I don't know. Like, I care for you, but I don't know what to do with that information. And it's like, of course you don't. don't. Of course you don't have a solid solution for how you feel about her. And like, I get it. Like, I know he probably feels so more justified in his feelings for Vanessa because they truly had, they were dating and they had like some sort of relationship where him and Jenny, it was kind of just like something on the fly that happened, happened to happen. And I guess he just doesn't know where to place that. Like, yes, I, I care for you as a human being, but I don't know what to do with it because I don't know if that's romantic or what. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Vanessa reads that, puts it back, puts it in her pocket and sits down at the table and they're all laughing. And that's how the the uh, episode closes. But right before that, Aaron goes back to Serena's. He gives her the files and said, look, I don't need to read them. I want to know you, want to get to know you and talk to you, blah, blah, blah. And so they kiss. <sighs> Who cares? Snooze fest. Um, Nate and Chuck are in the limo cheersing with their whiskey or whatever they're drinking. So they're repatching their relationship, which is good to see. And then outside the loft is Bart in the limo where he tells Andrew, who's his PI, that originally he didn't want to know why Lily was institutionalized, but now he wants to know everything about her. And to me, I'm like, I wouldn't care. Uh, Okay. Not that I wouldn't care. She was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, hey, where's my wife tonight on Thanksgiving? Which house did she go to? I'm sure he already knows. Right. Mm-hmm. I, but what what would that make a difference of why she was in? I guess we'll find out, right? So it's like, Michelle, you know, you can shut up. You know what's coming. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. To me, it's like she was young. Right. You're going to well, hold so that against he her care? too? Like even if you find out you're going to hold that against right. her? When she was 19, what does it matter now? Now she's a 30-something-year-old adult that is, she is married 30 to 30 or 40s? 40s. But like, guess, but right? again, yeah. you're right. Like, come on. Right. So. It's like maybe let's be more war- – like, again, he must know about – he has to know about Rufus. He has to know at least that I – mean, he obviously knows they have a history. Obviously, so. yeah. And Lily just doesn't give a shit at this point. No, she's like so – doesn't even hide the fact that she cares about Ruby so much that she's literally a magnet to wherever he is. Like, I need to help you. I need to help your family. I need yeah. to be with you. You're my family. I feel comfortable with you. Yeah. She can't get away from him right and rufus in the past we've said he's like please stop because it's so confusing for me i'm trying to get over you and you're like always there and she just can't get rid of him and he seems to be like, well, she helped me with my right. daughter. Right, now he's like, so. well, she's, still, you know, she's just going to be my life. I guess I'm going to oh, accept it this way. Feed you some turkey. Right. Yeah. So, but that's all we have for this episode. As far as a summary, we can take a break and we'll come back with our segments. Yeah. I'm Liz Parker and five days ago I died. 
you remember these iconic lines, check out Pass the Hot Sauce, a Roswell podcast. Join two longtime fans and one newbie as we recap every episode of the original WB show, Spoiler Free. We've got new recap episodes every two weeks and alien-centric mini-episodes. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Roswell Hot Sauce. And check out Pass the Hot Sauce on the podcatcher of your choice. Okay, welcome back from break. Going to start off with trivia for this episode. Uh, the episode title is based off the movie The Magnificent Ambersons. Oh, I've never... <laughs> like, I really haven't never heard of that. No, me either. More photos of Serena taken by Aaron up here in the studio. Yeah, that was the creepy uh, picture wall we were talking about before. <laughs> this was an interesting part of trivia. This is one of the few episodes where Blair is seen with painted nails. What? Bizarre, right? I feel like that's not true, but I might be wrong. Well, I guess I've never really noticed and maybe just always assumed. Assumed that she was wearing at least some sort of nail polish, right? It's Blair. Yeah. Yeah. It is revealed that it is revealed that Lily was 19 when she was institutionalized. Cool. It's also when we find out Lily was actually institutionalized. Right. Dorota's <laughs> ringtone for Eleanor is I'm a slave for you by Britney Spears. Amazing. Yes. And then Chuck tells Eric the code to the safe is 8769, his mother's birthday. Chuck was born of May of 1991, making his mother just a few months shy of her 22nd birthday when she died. So they were very young. Wow. Yeah. Some music in this episode, Reasons to Sing by The Crash, I'm a Slave for You by Britney Spears, My Only Offer by Mates of State, Bad Man's World by Jenny Lewis, and Danger by The Sounds of Arrows. Would you like to go into a question from our friend Musechek? Yes, of course. She wants to know, I am so happy to see that Blair's dad came back. I am glad Jenny tore up those papers and is back home. I just hope she learned her lesson and tries a different approach to starting her own line. I feel like Dan is always stirring things up even without realizing it. And even though he covered up for Serena later, he didn't even have to bring it up at all. I still don't care for the Aaron Serena relationship. I cannot believe Bart had a folder for all of them. At least we know now what was in the folder. I think it will bring Lily and Eric closer. I love how she stands up for her kids. I'm also happy Chuck and Nate Chuck and Vanessa were there for Nate and that Howard finally took the responsibility and turned himself in. It's nice to see Nate and Chuck being friends again, but damn it, just when I thought we might see the beginning of Natessa again. Vanessa, no, this is so wrong. I wasn't surprised that Lily chose to go to the Humphreys, but now that Bart will dig into Lily's past even more, I think this will cause problems. Mm. So she wants to know, what do you think Vanessa will do with the letter? Will she confront Nate? Ooh. That's a really good point. I thought she's like, she going to give it to Jenny. Or that. I think she might keep it for a little while. Mm-hmm. And maybe try to fish to Jenny, like, how are you feeling about Nate? And maybe fish towards Nate, like, how are you feeling towards Jenny? Even though they kind of touched upon that. Right. But I I was saying to Liz when we finished the episode of I'm still waiting <laughs> to hate Vanessa because everyone, as it's like, oh, I'm like a broken record every week. I'm like, when am I going to hate her? Yeah. Still not hating her. Right. And you said lightly that she be, she's a little manipulative. She's She can be, yeah. So perhaps this is when this is going to come in and use this as leverage and see what she does with this. Yeah. Um. Did I expect Vanessa to take... I mean, obviously, I've seen this before, but 
watching it again, rewatching it, even though I haven't seen it in so long, I'm like, oh, damn, Vanessa, why did yeah, you take the letter? Like, I it's know. not in character for you. But then as we go on on the show, yeah, she does kind of take situations to that next level. And so I understand why people don't like her. I mean, when I first watched it, I didn't like her either. But right now, again, as I'm a broken record, too, I don't hate her. There's nothing no, I, to hate her about. Yeah. And I was mad that she not mad, but just disappointed, disappointed. in her for taking it. But then yeah. it just shows how much she actually likes Nate. Yeah. And she's human. Like everyone. Like, wouldn't you be curious? Yeah, but I would never take it. No, I, I would. First of all, I'd be so afraid that a someone would see me or I would get caught with it or something. And like the fact that she went to go read it while she was at dinner there like, like if you're i mean i get it like maybe don't take it out of the house well how about just go in the bathroom too like yeah, what if like, someone got out of their chair she just went in another room and, and it's still an open doorway right, and she's i'm gonna go call my mom and she clearly doesn't pick up the phone to do any of that so people could just yeah like, no one was making observations of that but whatever did you ever read something in that sense like did you ever read someone's journal or oh uh, I don't think so. Like, I've never... No, I'd be too afraid to. Yeah, I'm, like, just too much of a wuss. I've never spied <laughs> on journals yeah. or... I yeah, don't know. Like, it's people's personal business. I mean, no. Yeah. I can't I can't think of a time, at least, if I did. We're such goodies and prudes. Yeah, she also <laughs> said, would you have read the file if you were Aaron or done what he did? I would have read it. <laughs> um... I don't know. I mean, I get like that's like the manly, like the more uh, up, upstanding thing you could do. Well, no, right. But also given permission to read it. And so right, right. that's a little different that's in my true. eyes. I'm, like given the permission. Maybe I would have started reading it and be like, you know what? I'd rather you just continue. tell me. Yeah. But then I'd probably always be curious. But then I'd have to talk about it. And I was even be like, well, let's talk about like, oh, this is a thick folder. X, Y, Z. You right. need to like reiterate and reiterate because that's I am. I like beat a dead horse. You know? Right. No, I definitely would have would have preferred to naturally find out things about my partner. Like, but I think also I would have been at 17, maybe not because I'm like, wait, Michelle. Right now you have to put yourself in the 17 year old shoes. Yeah, I would like with no. my college I, I, boyfriend. What I was going <laughs> to say is I'd be like in your own time. Tell me. But I feel like every time I'd be curious and what, yeah. I would try to like fish. I, this is the way I am with Ant. Like I'm constantly just he'll he'll tell me something. It's like one word answer. I'm like, but did you ask this? Yeah. He's like, oh, no, I didn't. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, hey, what about this situation? What about the, you know? Yeah. yeah, Right. Yeah. I mm. know. That's tough. Yeah. Um, she also asked, do you think Lily will be leaving Bart after discovering the files on Serena and Eric? I don't know about leaving, but maybe using it as leverage more because... I mean, to society, look at this couple and look at what they've become. But I don't. I think it will end, but not yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Vic. Thank you. So Vic. nice of you to send the questions. We love discussing questions um, that you guys send us. Yes, send us more, everybody. Please. Yes. Uh, we can go into fashion headbands. We had none, right? Yeah. I mean. I wrote one for Dorota's, but I don't even count that really as a headband. I know. I mean, every week, with the beginning, I was counting it, but truly, it's, it's just not really a headband. It's just there. Um, I really liked Belair's skirt and blouse, with the, the floral top, gorgeous. I loved that. 
we also loved her green backless dress for Thanksgiving. I mean, that was freaking gorgeous. I liked Lily's coat when her and Rufy were on the walk outside. I liked that coat too. And I loved Blair's pale blue coat. Yeah. And then Dorota's. That, uh. Your mom had that jacket too, right? No, just my Aunt Janet, who's okay, had it your literally Janet. for Forever. 25 years. I know. It's hysterical. The this red jacket with the black collar, collar and the buttons. So hysterical. Yeah. It's really all I had. It's crazy. I mean, I wrote notes like jenny's hair is worse worse and it's the color of piss and yeah it's just not my style so but we kept saying it's like it's not really flattering on her no it doesn't it doesn't accentuate anything or highlight anything about yeah. her facial features so. i did like vanessa's earrings they were very bright yeah. blue i liked her orange coat too yeah very very cute and I liked Lily's dress. Did we say that already on Thanksgiving? No. You said you liked her jacket. I liked her jacket. And then Padge was wearing a vest, which just made me laugh. (laughs) We said in the first scene, Padge looked so young. Yeah. He literally looked like first season, like promo pick Dan Humphrey. I'm like, what happened here? Aren't we supposed to be getting older looking, not younger looking? I just noticed that. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And Michelle and I are still concerned with (laughs) the dress code because the boys are always in the uniforms and the girls are always in whatever they feel is appropriate uniform because I felt like Blair wasn't. But but Serena has her own uniform, which is this like open shirt, the loose tie tie thing. It's like they're polished, but it's they're not wearing anything similar where the boys are all wearing the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. You guys, if you can explain it to us, please. Yeah, clear I'm it up, Brad. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering. Um, Want to go into some quotes? Well, if she's hiding from you, she has better taste than I thought. <laughs> that was Blair to Dan. Uh, when Blair was talking about the extended uh, Cyrus's relatives, corn, the grain of the future. <laughs> and then like his sister wanted to take her shopping. She's like, but at Century 21. Yeah. <laughs> Serena's like the horror. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. A woman needs to be with a man who thinks of only her. Everything else is a non-starter. <laughs> Dorota, more flour. <laughs> and then at the same time, when she's like, remember, Serena doesn't share. Yeah. And she's like, and remember, Blair there should. Yeah. <laughs> and then Eleanor says, this is your family now. Get with the program and fast. Or Dan, we love this quote. If there's one thing that we've learned this past year, it's that around here, the truth always comes out. Yes, Dan. Thank yes, you. Preach. It does. Let's get drunk instead. Yeah. The boys. Because they were like going to hug. But then Chug was like, let's just pat and then go in the limo. <laughs> like, he wasn't ready for the hug yet, maybe. I know. Yeah, I know. It's you like, know? we had to take our time first. <laughs> yeah. I liked when Lily asked Eric, how did you get so wise? How did he get so wise? And then he says, the nanny. I know. <laughs> and I loved Lily's reaction because she, like, legit laughed out loud. Yeah. I was like, I wonder if that was, like. Yeah, that was very just- funny. Improvised. Improved or what? But I just loved her reaction to that. I'm like, it was so natural. Yeah. Maybe it just shows like a good act, like what she's a good yeah. actress. So. Yeah. MVP and shittiest. Yep. I have blue ribbons for both MVP and shittiest. Okay. Yeah, I have blue ribbon as well. <laughs> Ready for MVP? MVP right? first. Okay. Three, two, one. Lily. Lily. Yeah. She was great. She's my favorite. I picked my favorite. Me too. Friends and family. <laughs> Here you go. Here's Michelle's favorite is Lily. I, I believe she's also my favorite. I just love her. She's she's gotten so down to earth 
in yeah. these last few months of that, you know, on the show months, but it's she just, she accepts who she is now. And I love that she stood up to Bart. Like, no, I'm taking my family somewhere else because if you don't care about like being a part of this, then we're leaving. Yeah. Which I was like, wow, she's not afraid to tell Bart like what's up. Yeah. Which I feel like maybe in the beginning, obviously she's afraid to tell him that she loves someone else. So when she said that, I was like, yes, Lily. Yeah. And I love that she's owning everything. She's owning up to it. She's like, just let me explain. And that's it. Yeah. It's great. Who are your blue? Do you have? My blue ribbon was Nate. My blue ribbon. I have two blue ribbons. Okay. Eric. Love Eric. We're just being sweet as pie. And the other one is Dorota because. Oh, yes. My goodness just really enjoyed all of her expressions isn't she great um, emoting and how she can't answer the fact that her ringtone was britney spears i know i feel like by the end of the show dorota will probably be really high on your list of favorite characters sure yeah she's yeah her character adds that perfect amount of comedic relief that you need because this i mean definitely this this episode wasn't really heavy as much no as it has been even you know the howie stuff was but it's just she just adds that lightness to it. She just cracks you up. Her facial expressions are great. It's like her and Cyrus are now the this nice comic yeah. comedic balance because yeah, we are laughing too. at this show, but it's not because it's funny, right? It's because it's it ridiculous. was because it was so incredibly dramatic. Yeah, but no, I really enjoyed this episode and I watched it twice today, and both times I really felt I was like, wow, I really enjoy just family and obviously jenny coming home and blair like what she was giving jenny that speech i really enjoyed that i just i really liked this whole episode and even eleanor i think deserves a blue ribbon she does she put that smock over uh jenny Jenny. she's like oh dear and like squeezing her face and and the fact that she's like you know obviously your dad has to approve over my new husband yeah that is huge Uh, when did she ever care about his opinion in the past and you know what blair is going off to college it's not like she's a young kid where he's gonna be raising her right right no they're just gonna be uh, a friend and they coexist in the same household and hopefully share a bond together but yeah she's not a kid i'm curious to see and maybe i mean i know we didn't do our shittiest yet yeah but because i didn't want to jump the gun into like predictions (laughs) but we haven't seen aaron the new step brother interact with Blair or Eleanor yet yeah he's I know that's true he is technically now Blair's stepbrother I know and he wasn't even there at the dinner yeah I know and the meet and greet very very loose like they tied them together but I feel like they ultimately shouldn't have done that because they're making them separate yeah 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 uh shittiest yeah on three Three, two two, one one, Harry Oh, how is my was my blue ribbon? My blue- I, I don't have any uh, true opinion as to why I picked Aaron. Just because he, he's annoying I just on screen. Dislike him every time he comes on the screen. Yeah, I can't stand his voidness. His personality annoys me. He just I I don't know what it is about him. Like I feel like he allows Serena t- like to conform to whatever he's doing. Not that. It, that's not her own fault but i just I, the, he irks me no he's not very captivating not at all and like me. he just seems like this lame 
duck. Yeah. And Serena's like so smitten by everything he does and says and will just conform to whatever he wants. And I'm just not about it. Yeah. But Howie. Yes. I mean, Howie is troubled and he's been through a lot. So I feel like he's on his last nerve of like, oh, I'm struggling here and this is what I'm going to do. And it's fucked up. And to keep putting his son and his wife through these situations and Absolutely. that he was going to do this and like Again, kidnap them. Yeah for money and try to win that way it's pretty fucking shitty yeah but you're also in a serious dark place Definitely. should you be faulted for that i don't know your morals aren't good either you do have a family right you know in comparison i felt like and maybe they're not trying to do this but like jimmy did similar things we're going back to those for OC, a sec. yeah but we always say like we still love jimmy and i don't know why we He's got to know him so more. much more likable yeah howie is howie he is really that quintessential like what we see upper east side just doesn't well i guess we also don't really know him that much and we've just seen him being a fuck up yeah yeah and the only reason i didn't give it to him is because he did the right thing in the end no well that's the thing that was the only thing that was yeah. like mm, maybe i won't pick howie because of that no i agree and but i love it yeah he listened to nate right my blue ribbon was bart bart I still every week go back and forth of like, do I like Bart? Do I not like Bart? Do I like Bart? And I still don't know. It, yeah. But, and maybe again, it's like, why are we can't fault these people for being who they are because of the way they are, but we're judging them. This is a, po- this is a point of this podcast. Right. <laughs> we dissect right? I'm every like how, little thing. Michelle, you can't keep saying that statement, but it's like, Bart, you're not even worried I don't know. It's like your wife took off on Thanksgiving and you're in the car. Be like, I need to know why she was institutionalized. Right. You don't just bust in and be like, let's talk about it. Let me apologize. This is our family. This is Thanksgiving. Get your ass home. Right. He just lets her do her thing because he knows that she's right. I think I just. Well, yeah, that's true. But he also doesn't believe that he's wrong either. And. And maybe it's just like this weird type of dynamic marriage of like, yeah. hey, you can do your thing. I'll do my thing. Let's meet up for social events. Right. And like they seemed to agree on how they were going to parent their children. Yeah. But he took it that one up level. And so and obviously Lily, Lily didn't know about it. So now she's like, now we're not on the same page at all with the parenting thing. So <laughs> in that vault, was there a Chuck file? They don't show one. I don't think he needs to have one on him because he, he Chuck also has his own PI. So they probably, I'm sure he just always knows yeah. what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, but I'm going back to like the whole, re- why, why, why do you guys think that Chuck allowed this situation to happen? I'm just curious because we were saying that he wants to bring his family back together, but this is ultimately tearing them apart. So I don't know what his motive was there, but maybe one, maybe it will come to me as we watch more. I don't know, but I would love to know what Shan, Shan banana. Yeah, thinks. Shan, let us know. Um, Shan also, she sent me a message saying that she was very excited for you to watch this episode because she loves this episode. But she didn't send me any questions or comments. I was Come like, on, send Shen. it to me. She's like, I'm driving. I'm like, okay. You can audio it, girl. Right? That's true. Send you us voice audio. memos. We'll read your, we can play your voice on air. Yeah. But that would have been fun. Yeah. Can you guys do that? Yeah. You please send us voice. Um, You can send it through Instagram. Just send us 
what you want to say we'll play it on the podcast it's so much fun we've done that before on oc we've done that a couple yeah, of times and if you're like me i'm I, i'm not a big texter i'm not a long form texter yeah it's hard i am a long form audioer i will send five minute audio messages through text instead <laughs> I have tried to do longer audios, but then I find myself not holding down the record. Oh, you just slide up and it stays recorded, stays on. I'll have to teach you a trick. Like you slide your finger up because I always like hold it down. Yeah. And and then then you you slide slide it up and it keeps recording. Gotcha. Yeah. Definitely don't do that enough. You're right. It's the (laughs) only way I communicate with Krista Krista and Brittany because Brittany is a long form texter and I'm like, (laughs) I'm just going to audio this or you're not hearing anything. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's go into patron of the week. It's patron of the it's week. Patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron of the week. Who will it be? It's patron of the week. This week I chose our cutie pie Chloe. Chloe. Yeah, I chose her for a couple of reasons. Um, one being that she left us. Her feedback on our Riverdale podcast, um, our Riverpod episode, and she also sent us her top and bottom five for the OC this week. Also, she has a blog and she shouted us out on there, which is so sweet. She did it a couple a couple of weeks ago and I never mentioned it on the podcast. I know we mentioned it on OC, but I was we were so taken aback and it was so sweet of you to mention us on your blog. We will link you below in the comments down here. Um, but you are awesome and we love you, cutie pie, because she's adorable, Chloe. Thank you, Chloe. Yes, thank you so much, Chloe. All right, Michelle, I'm going to give you the title for next week. I almost spoiled it before when we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what I it's I will about. give you, yeah. once you hear the title, you will predict, I'm assuming, one thing at least about the, sh- about, uh-huh. about the episode. Yes. It's called It's a Wonderful Lie. Yeah. Okay. So we're going into Christmas. It's Christmas. And is it gonna be like? Oh, all right. So I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. I've have only seen it? I've, a very long time ago. Don't remember a lot. <laughs> but I have seen a lot of parodies and things of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. It. That's. I've so I, the premise of it. So obviously we're going into the holidays and there's lying. So I think maybe the lying has to do with maybe lily and bart okay hot and i think that there's whether bart is going to lie and say i'm not going to spy on you anymore or lily's going to be like i'm he went in the thing (laughs) uh our cat friends who listen (laughs) my mom bought my cats a tube for my cats to go in and liam's been going in it so he wasn't going in it before and now he's going in it now he must have like when you were away it's like i'm gonna teach myself a trick so when mom comes back (laughs) it's funny and it was like liam was such a dick while you were gone Mm. i'm like because i give him so much attention okay this isn't no it's not um, podcast our podcasts uh yeah but i think that I'm just I'm very much looking forward to how Lily and Bart deal with each other and this situation. And now I okay. So like we were saying how we don't understand why Chuck did this. Is this not gonna be questioned of how they got the files? Like how did they find out the code? Who actually got the files? It's like No, Bart knows. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Cause but yeah, next episode we do touch upon Okay. Why yeah. they're having issues. So So is Hanukkah involved? Is Cyrus Jewish? Um, 
sort of yeah it's sort of involved yeah kind of okay no one else that the core four are they're not they're not they're not no they're not okay uh and i think that the natessa or the nanny what is nate and jenny people said that they're jate janate janate which gross let's stick with natessa (laughs) and maybe jenny is like totally over nate um maybe not i don't know what do you think did we touch upon what vanessa is going to do with that letter now? yeah i think she's not going to give it to her you think she's just gonna keep it to herself but also do investigative work and be like hey nate like how come you didn't talk to Jenny? Or are you mm-hmm. sure you're over right. Jenny? Just make or sure. Before she gets her heart in. And maybe she won't actually bring it up with Jenny, but she'll bring it up with Nate instead. Because he's the one who wrote the letter. So she yeah. can question him about the letter without mentioning the letter. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other predictions? Um, is- I, I like legitimately don't care about Serena and Aaron, but now they're exclusive and now they're going to get to know each other. Yeah, so maybe he's we'll, still in next week's episode. We'll have like some <laughs> fucking cutesy tree scene, ice skating, the two of them like, Oh my God, things are so great. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that, okay. So if Cyrus and Eleanor are engaged and they're going to live together, then the stepbrother has to come in here to play. And maybe Blair doesn't trust him mm-hmm. enough and tell Serena. And it's like, Oh, I don't trust my brother, but I, Okay, I like all those predictions. A lot of it, you're you're pretty hot. Okay, cool. Some of it, not so much. But that's cool. That's even cool. better. It's better. I don't want to be, be surprised. Now yeah. you'll be surprised. Yeah. But yeah, I. It is winter. We go into winter next week. Um. So it's gonna be a cold one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I should predict Gossip Girl. But you're right. You should predict Gossip no, Girl. No, but when we were watching, Gossip Girl literally says, "I'm taking a break." So she is nowhere to be found. She comes back at the end. Yeah. To make her follow-ups. But even that, you know, it was funny when I was, I was away on a work trip and obviously if the chance comes up, I talked about three gossip girls and the people I was in the car with, they were like, oh my gosh, because one of them, one of the women I was with, she met Padge. Oh, right. Yeah. At like a you thing. And so she had a picture with him and her and her husband and Padge, (laughs) you know who I'm talking about, guys. Mm -hmm. They met him like a year or two ago in New York City and his his, he had this shirt that was like very, very opened and a lot of chest hair. Oh, yeah. I can imagine him being very hairy. And my boss, she's like, oh, my gosh, look at all his chest hair. (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And then I told him the story how for the longest time I legitimately thought his name was Padge Bentley and not Ben Badgley, which I still have trouble saying. But anyway, so they're like, oh. And I was like, yeah, I'm watching this for the first time. And then one of the other girls, she's like, so who do you think Gossip Girl is? And I'm like, it is so difficult. And it like riled me up. (laughs) And I was like, I'm only on the second season. It's really difficult to pick. And and then I told her how you want to do, we want to do Friday Night Lights. And she's like, I'm obsessed with Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I'm dying to do Friday Night Lights. I was like, that's a small, small, small teaser here. But yeah, um, small, small, small. But I was saying how like it's really difficult to pick Gossip Girl right now. It's impossible. It's impossible. And especially with this episode when literally Gossip Girl was like, peace out. I'm literally out <laughs> for the holidays. I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do with that? I know. So I told her as a joke, she should pick the turkey. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the turkey. Really? She's like, all right, you guys be with your family. I'm going to be with my family. So I'm taking a break. 
Yeah. So you can pick the turkey. It's fine. I'm going to pick the turkey or the oyster stuffing. Ooh, oyster stuffing. I'm going to look that up. Maybe. I'm just I'm just curious as to what Do that would taste like. Do you think they bread it? It has they to have be fried. They have to fry right? it. It's it not just like boogers with no, bread. Right. Ew, that'd be gross. Unless we totally heard that wrong and it's not what they said oh at all. God. But we both heard oyster yeah, stuffing. Yeah, so I'll have to look up this oyster stuffing. You guys let us know if you've ever had it. Do you like oysters? Who knows? Yeah. They're boogery to us. But oh. fried, they're great. No, fried's good. And I just went ham on the raw one time. And then it's, you know, you're scarred for life. And you know what? I went ham on oysters and then I kept tasting the sea the next day. Oh, and Andrew, no. he's like, there's no way you were tasting the sea. I'm like, dude, <laughs> trust me. I was tasting the ocean the entire day. And he's like, there's no way. in there. I was oh. like, don't tell me what I was feeling. Anyway, that's anyway, all. Anyway, that's <laughs> all we have. If you want to check us out on social media, we're Three Gossip Girls Pod. Everywhere, even on Gmail, you can join us on our little Patreon fam. Maybe you'll be patron of the week if that's uh, what tickles your fancy over on it takes three network.com with the number three. And next week, we'll be going into episode 12, which means we're really halfway, if not more. Wow. Was there 20? I'll have to confirm with the episodes. What? Oh, and, and Liam's taking a crap now, so we better hurry up. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. Girls.